Suncast is brought to you by SunGrow, providing clean power for all. Suncast is also brought to you by Trina Solar. Hey there, Solar Warriors. I'm Nico Johnson, and this is Suncast. Each week, I pull back the veil on the life and business insights of clean tech entrepreneurs building the most noble and impactful companies of our time. I hope what you learn from this conversation is a catalyst for your own growth. So thanks for tuning in and welcome to our tribe. Hey, welcome back, Solar Warriors. This is a special edition of our Tactical Tuesday, practical insights and guidance to help propel your company and your career along our collective clean energy revolution. The episode today comes straight from our archives from the live stage at RE Plus 2022. RE Plus is fast approaching. Wanted to give you some insight into what our live stage can do for your business. We've weaved together a rich collection of strategies around specific marketing tactics that were shared. We don't often share enough sales and marketing. I hear your feedback. So here's something around audience growth, brand building, and even engaging your audience in this dynamic landscape we call new media. We've got three segments. The first are some powerhouse marketers from NextTracker, Shoals, SunGrow, and EDPR, some of my faves in the industry, who really look into how to tackle trending platforms like TikTok and drive home the importance of understanding your customer journey. Second segment, my friend Lauren Glickman, a fellow marketer who ran her own marketing agency and many thought leaders in the industry's social media channels, has gone in-house for Encore Renewables. She shares her insights around how to reap greater benefits from guest appearances on Wouldn't You Know It? podcasts, along with other gems of advice that she's gleaned through the years. And then last but not least is my brother from another mother, fellow podcaster, and my co-host for the Daily Roundup every day at the Power Up Live podcast stage, Mr. Josh Porter from Solar Coaster. He and I go into the importance of knowing how your thought leadership aligns across your brand and your different channels, how to target different demographics and repurposing your content. This is a treasure trove. My team has spent time looking through all of the hundreds of hours of content to target specifically what would be most useful for you. So I hope that you'll dig in. And if you would like to watch us live from the RE Plus Power Up Live stage in Vegas this year, please go check it out at re-plus.com forward slash power up live. That's how you could learn to take center stage with us and participate as a sponsor or a guest, but certainly to find the stage and come watch. It's presented by KeyBank Capital Markets and a ton of other fantastic companies, again, are partnering with us to bring the Power Up Live stage to you this year. I hope that you will join us. For now, let's dig in and tune up your skills, Solar Warrior, with this tactical, practical advice here on Suncast. Does social media actually freaking work for big brands? You know, it does. And I kind of picking up on what everyone's been saying, it's leveraging each other's brands, right? It's the case studies. It's uh, one example also sitting next to Kristen here. Um, our CEO, Sandhya Ganapathy for North yes. America, was invited to the amazing BC, uh, BCI, BCL, BCL Steel 
um, unveiling in Pittsburgh. And what an amazing story about workforce development in the Rust Belt, right? And us joining forces as an amazing supplier of some of our cutting-edge technologies and us talking about the, the development projects that are really affecting Pennsylvania. That was an amazing ribbon-cutting. That photograph has been used by almost everybody, every publication, every time the IRA was referred. That, that's yeah. a picture with Secretary Granholm at that ribbon-cutting. Our CEO is right next to her. Uh, Kristen's CEO is to the left of her, right? So it was an amazing example of leveraging each other's brand and also uh, talking about the, the, the social issues, right, that we all have to address as an industry, yeah. right? Workforce development, diversity yeah. in our supply chain, things like that. And that's where social media works. And to your point, Kristen, the, you can still get emotional passion about these things. You can still make an emotional connection even to a business if you're hitting those, those kinds of those topics, those pain points that we all have to face. I mean, all of us are addressing RFPs. We're being asked, how are you um, impacting local economies, right? Yeah. How are you aiding in diversification of your supply chain, right? How are you helping um, local students running community colleges get into education, get into renewables? And diversifying your workforce, exactly. So that's where social media, I think, when when you really unite with your partners on that messaging that resonates, that's where social media, especially LinkedIn, you know, moves across the the whole board. Yeah, LinkedIn is so important for us, too. That's where where most of our customers you know, hang out on LinkedIn. Yeah. I would say Instagram and TikTok, right? And Facebook, not so much. Not so much. But I would say Twitter still, I think, in terms of reaching out to media stakeholders, yes, people follow Twitter, you know, especially the media follows Twitter. But today it's all about LinkedIn. Yeah. All about LinkedIn advertising, right? And, and really reaching out and, uh, and really developing well, that followership. Well, you there. just said a, a word that I think is really interesting. You said it's about LinkedIn advertising. Yes. And expensive. Yes. It's expensive. Yes. Yeah. LinkedIn uh, advertising, if you get granular, it is, you know? <laughs> If I'm reaching out to, uh, let's say, you know, on the ground folks, you know, um, local EPCs like in Illinois yeah. in a certain county, it gets the more granular it gets, the more expensive it gets. Yeah. Yeah. I think social don't forget me- Google. Oh, oh Google mm-hmm. too. Yeah, I think social media is a perfect example. Kristen was saying earlier that B two B and B two C uh, marketing techniques are not always, you know, so different. Yeah. I think when you apply certain B two C uh, practices with your social media platform. You know, for example, the attention span of a consumer, no matter what, when you're on the internet, it's going to be similar, whether it's a B2C product or yeah. B2B product. So short videos, I think TikTok might be the future of B2B marketing. We don't know. Yeah. Heaven help us. If it's- yeah. <laughs> so before you're on social media, what do you need? Right? I don't know if anyone out in the audience is looking for, okay, so we have, which right, what is right for my business? Um, before you're even on LinkedIn or Twitter or Instagram or you're even taking out a TikTok, like Jen Bristol, our, our, our beloved Jen Bristol over at SIA, you know, she gets on the, in, a, in, a, in an outfit, in a costume with sun, sun what was it, a sunflower? <laughs> sunny, sunny, I love that. That was, that was very viral. What I was going to say, sorry, I saw my friend Dan Witten out there, I had to say something. Um, uh, is brand pillars. So it all comes back to your key messages, your brand, your, your brand platform, and understanding what are your pillars. So for example, uh, at Next Tracker, we look at partnerships, leadership, and technology. Every single thing that we do needs to be consistent. Why? Because that's the way people remember things. Yeah. You're going to remember this guy's wearing a green suit, right? Oh, that guy, even yesterday I saw him, he was wearing a bow tie, but today is a different bow tie. But nevertheless, it's a bow tie. Key messages, brand pillars, all are the support structure in your foundation 
for your brand and anything you do on social? If I can also add, I think um, customer journeys are important. Yes. You have to know your customers. And um, what people skip to right away is all the fun stuff, right? The social media, the case studies, things like that. All of that is not going to work if you don't have customer journeys mapped out. And you have to know your customers well. You have to interview customers and do your homework. You have to know I mean, their pain all points, of that right? is not worth it. Yeah. yeah. You have to go know your customers' pain points because if you, otherwise you're you know, marketing to, to something they don't care about. So I think understanding exactly what led to the procurement or you know, your customer to finally choosing your brand, like what were the elements that went into that? Are, it's like very important in creating your marketing strategy and messaging strategy because those key points will definitely guide you to the right direction. I want to highlight something that back to, there's a couple of things that I'll touch on. There's always the quandary of are we doing branding and social or are we for the company or are we like Dan Sugar, like Sandhya Ganapati, trying to actually help our executives have a presence that then points back to the company, right? Build a following for them. And uh, I, see, I see different takes on it, right? I think that SunGrow does an amazing job, corporate branding. I mean, you guys do an amazing job of, of like an integrated marketing plan for that. But like there's not, there's not a lot of like personalities at SunGrow for Naveed to necessarily like stand up on social media. So they focus a lot on having the SunGrow brand be ubiquitous. So it really comes down to what if your brand pillar is, uh, is clear on how you want to highlight your leaders and you have charismatic leaders then it it tweaks a bit your marketing strategy of how you approach social. Have you been curious about utility-scale storage? SunGrow's revolutionary liquid-cooled solution is revolutionizing the storage landscape. Its built-in DC-to-DC coupling combined with other features like higher energy density and 3% slower battery degradation make it a robust solution that companies nationwide are choosing. You can learn more about this innovative solution by SunGrow by visiting mysuncast.com forward slash SunGrow. Hey, pardon the interruption, but I wanted to just let you know how much of an impact you have on SunCast. Yeah, you. Thank you for clicking play. Without you, this show is just me shouting into the void. But there's still people who don't even know about SunCast. I know. I can hardly believe it myself, (laughs) but that's where you can help me yet again. There's a simple way that you can show some love and help others discover the show. If you cruise over to www.ratethispodcast.com forward slash suncast, I'd love it if you would leave a five-star rating and enthusiastic review. That's possibly the single kindest thing that you could do for me today. So if the show has helped, inspired, or even entertained you at all. I'd love it if you would head over to ratethispodcast.com forward slash suncast and give me a virtual two thumbs up. All right, back to today's episode. What do you say when a client says to you or said to you, hey, I want to start a podcast? Don't do it. No. That's um, what I said. I would say, well, you know, but also people would say, I got clients who said, we should be on TikTok. No, you, we shouldn't. Unless you're Sia, you're doing a great job on TikTok. I'm not going to throw shade on you. But in general, um, I'll, you know, people, podcasts are really trendy. But also, you know, video was really trendy for a while, too, yeah. when there were like 30-minute, you know, videos that just went viral. And people yeah. were like, we need a 30-minute. No, you don't need a 30-minute video. Um, so I would tell someone, it, so 
why do you think you need a podcast and what are you hoping to accomplish with the podcast and what are the resources you have available to produce the podcast? Because all of this that happens up here doesn't just happen magically, (laughs) like a lot of work and planning and people and hours. So while, you know, yes, you can register a feed and have a podcast go live for free. The, the content that goes on that feed, uh, is not free at least not in terms of if you value your time, which you should. Uh, and then second, podcasts are not, it is not a, if you build it, they will listen. No. <laughs> um, so, I mean, and you could probably speak to this more as someone who has produced more podcasts than I have, um, but you really need to have a clear vision for what you want to be saying. So Absolutely. I have worked on two podcasts and both of them, I would say, are very successful. To the, they're still alive. I'm not involved with them anymore but Clean Capital's experts only had a very clear vision that they wanted to talk about the intersection of energy, uh, finance, and innovation. And an engaged and, following. And, an enga- and, and John That's Powers really is extremely charismatic. If you haven't met him, he's here wandering around somewhere, shake his hand, say hello, you'll buy whatever he's selling. Um, and then Hannon Armstrong recently launched a podcast called Climate Positive. Very excellent podcast. Um, and, but both teams invested a lot of time and resources, resources. into- uh, and resources, and when I say resources, money, people, <laughs> yeah. um, audio equipment, like they didn't just open an iPhone and start a conversation. Yeah. And they were also booking guests and b- having interview outlines and doing research. They're both incredibly thoughtful. And so they have, and they said something unique. Yeah. Um, I would love, I mean, I have joked with Nico at Salt Lake City. I hosted a conversation that became a podcast and I was like, living the dream, my first podcast hosting gig. And he was like, you want to host a podcast? I was like, yeah, sure. Why? You know, but I don't have the time or the resources and nor do I think I have anything that's like particularly additive to be launching my own podcast. But um, in most companies don't. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing. A branded podcast, I can tell you, nobody cares about. Like nobody cares about it. I've had numerous brands. We're going to be launching a podcast in a new year that is partnering with a very well-known brand. And they came to us and they said, help us launch a podcast for our company. And I said, nope, not going to do it. Nobody's going to listen. Nobody's going to care. Um, and they said, well, we think that we have a lot to say. I'm like, you do have a lot to say. And we worked out a strategy for that. But what they haven't done yet, and this is where most people miss the mark, is um, there's a guy, Aviv, uh, Aviv Shalgi came by from Simplified Solar. And I think he does this really well. You want to find people with a platform. Don't try to build your own platform if you're just starting out. I took, it took me seven years to build a following on Suncast to be able to put this together, which took three years to, to put together, term, in, in quotes, and six months of weekly planning to pull off. Why? Like, that's not your core business. It's our core business now. But I see people time and time again, they're like, oh, we think we're going to launch a podcast and it'll be fun and we'll get our, and it'll help our, um, our executives get known. No, it won't. What will help your executives get known will be get them on my podcast, get them on experts take, only, book them get on a the, podcast. Yeah, get them on Factor This, get them on uh, if the Mac, the Wood Mac podcast if you can. Help them become known by leveraging other people's platforms. I think that's the biggest misnomer for podcasts and how and how popular it has become. And uh, that's another thing that actually with video, people are like, oh, we should create video, and I'm like, with others. Create video with others because you want to leverage their platforms to be seen. Everyone wants to be heard and be seen, but you don't have to create your own audience to be heard and be seen. You can leverage 
the folks around you to make that happen. And I would say on the booking your CEO or subject matter experts on podcasts or at for speaking engagements, there's nothing podcast hosts love more than getting a really awesome person sent their way to be on their podcast. So true. Yeah. Uh, and so, and the she thing- She knows because she's, she's booked at least 20 people on my show. I book a lot of people on podcasts and every single time the podcast host is so thrilled yeah. to like have a compelling person. Uh, and once you book your compelling CEO, then you have a link to them being compelling that you can yeah. share with another podcast host. Um, and so that's really- uh, I'll give one more tidbit too that you do really well. You and Peter do really well and you do it in an email template form and um, like formal booking agencies will do it in a one pager. But if you really want to go out and get leverage and be on other podcasts, you have to be really, really clear about why their audience should give a about you. Seriously. I have so many people message me and they just like, it's a, it's a template email that says, our CEO is the number one CEO, thought leader of Community Solar, because it's the thing I can tell you how many Community Solar companies want to be on Suncast, even though I've done a Community Solar series. And then you ask and them, what is Community exactly. Solar? And everyone has a different answer. And, and it's literally just them saying, here's why we should be on your show. No. One pager that tells me who you are, why anybody should care about your company, and what one thing my audience is going to take away from your thought leader as our guest that we're giving our platform usually for free as a place for them to be heard right and if you can do that in an email or a one pager and as a bonus give me three questions that i can ask your guest that themselves are thoughtful and take the work out for me i can almost guarantee you're going to at least get a prep call and get a, and get a response back and then I would add to that is that don't be afraid to be pleasantly persistent if you don't <laughs> hear back from your first pitch. Yeah. Um, because uh, pleasant persistence will get you everything in this yeah. industry. And listen to the podcast that you're p- pitching to be on. And flattery mm-hmm. also will get you everywhere. So if you listen to the most recent episode, even if you don't like it, compliment the most recent episode that you listened, found it amazing. And this is and flattery will get you everywhere. In life, in podcasting, in booking, working with journalists. It's true. I'm a sucker for marketing. Flattery. flattery is, it's great. If you're college students, thank your professors. Like, you know, yeah. that'll get you good grades. Like, just flattery is the key to success. So let's talk about the do's and don'ts of becoming a guest on a podcast. Jeez. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that you're looking for um, the opportunity to sit down with someone that can potentially expose you to new listeners. Yeah. And people can hear your story. And then you want to be able to, you know, it's a, it's a give and take, I think is probably what the, mm-hmm. the story is here. There's an opportunity to, to bring a, a, you know, a story to a podcast yes. that, that lives, off of, lives and breathes off of stories. Yeah. So there's that exchange. So I think you look at it as an exchange and a, and a, and a mutual support. Yeah. That's kind of the best thing I could say. And there's a lot of, you know, the details yep. behind it. Yeah. I'll tell you. Um, so the thing that I think is the most important is to really understand who you want to be, what you want to be known as and who you want to be known by, right? And there are podcasters that are talking to that audience and the podcasters themselves, Josh or I, want to know very simply, what does your thought leader, if you're a PR agency, or what do you, if you're an, uh, an executive, want to teach my audience, right? Because content really only exists to educate and content is increasingly searched by problems that are solved. 
you know, Peter was just here. He's at RenewCom, and they do an excellent job of getting their clients pay, placed on podcasts. Why? Because they know what the podcaster is looking to solve. Right. And every time they reach out, they'll say, hey, here's a quick idea. They're really good at the pitch. I've got someone who will help your audience understand X, Y, uh, and C. Here's a couple of questions you might want to ask. Yeah. Does this resonate with your audience? Right? Always thinking about my audience. Never asking me for a favor, right. never, you know, almost never asking for a favor, always saying, I think this is worthwhile because I understand your audience. Givers gain. Yes. So you're looking at the opportunity, you're saying, hey, I have this to share with your audience and uh, here, and then they're putting it into bullet points yeah. so it doesn't take your time up. So that's great. Yeah. yeah. Good way to An- do it. Another thing that you do really well, and it's something that from the very beginning, I was very intentional about offering is that from the stage of a podcast, You want to use the interview as a way to refine your sales message. Why? Mm. Because as podcast is an education platform and video, by the way, you can take the word podcast out and insert video if you want. It is an opportunity for you to remove friction in the sales process. Josh and I, at the end of the day, are BD guys. Like we are business development machines. We live and breathe by finding companies that need to be connected with people and we put them together, right? Mm. Our podcast essentially exists as a platform for that for you to leverage that, for us to leverage that. And if you really understand where the top of the funnel message confusion is for your sales team, which by the way is articulated by the thing they have to answer the most on every single phone call and the thing you have to respond to the most in all of your FAQs and email inbound, and you come to us and you say, hey, here's a thing we've noticed in the industry that is hard to understand, which selfishly will help us if we help them understand it. Now all of a sudden you've got unbelievable marketing fodder that helps us create good content to distribute that Google's going to love because people are searching it. And you can take that content and repurpose it on your platform and your website. Mm. You can redirect it to us, but Mm. you can send it out in your email newsletter and say, hey, by the way, if you're struggling with this question, here is our president talking about it on such and such popular podcast. Yeah, It's such a great way to actually use someone else's platform to create content that helps you sell. Well, once you have that, like it's it's interesting as well to start with. You thought about it a lot more than I have actually, <laughs> but th- it's interesting to use a long form piece as a way to explore kind of um, the you know like you said the, yeah. the issues that you're dealing with as a company. And I tend to treat it pretty organically, as you can imagine. Mm-hmm. So then I, I like to just because you know, I understand how businesses kind of grow and, and do th- do over time. So I'll literally just dig into that and try to find where the strong points are, you know, and the whole thing. Yep. And then we, we've walked through the business uh, case and then they've got a long form description of what they do. And now they can take that and they can refer to it, as you said, but yeah. they can also break up pieces of it. And that's kind of where it gets interesting. We both referenced Gary Vaynerchuk yeah. because this is considered his model. He released a paper on this a while back, a couple of years ago. We both read it right away, I'm sure. <laughs> and, uh, you know, basically he's like, hey man, take that long form, uh, grab pieces yep. of it, repurpose it for different social media channels, put it out there, find out what grabs attention. Yes. So from a, from a you know, 60 minute long podcast, you got boatloads of stuff yeah. and you know where the really, the inflection points, the cool points of the story were. It was, I, I tell timestamp stuff right, mm. there, right there, right there. Then you go back, you grab those and there's all little fun ways to do it visually, graphically, you yeah. add little t- teasers and things to it. But it's not too hard, but it is hours and it does yeah. take time. And then you want to put it out there and then some of those things grab. 
And the ones that grab on those channels, then you can say, hey, something about this is resonating with yeah. the listeners or the viewers. And then you can take that and you can double down on that. You can explore that. You can do a whole other podcast in that zone. You can 100%. go through the cycle again. And that's how you build listenership around an idea. All right, Total Warrior Will. There you have it. You are now well armed. Go forth and tackle your marketing and social media. And hey, even your podcast game with a lot more confidence and understanding. If you need any help with any of that, please don't hesitate to reach out and ask for it. Nico at mysuncast.com. You can also always find me on LinkedIn. Please connect with me there. And last but certainly not least, if you would like to have your content or company featured in Take Center Stage at Power Up Live, please visit re-plus.com forward slash power up live to learn how. And if you, my fellow Philomath, as always, are looking for more resources, guidance, and insight from more than 600 episodes here on Suncast, well, all of that, including show notes for this specific episode and links that you might find valuable, is over at mysuncast.com. mysuncast.com, our entire back catalog, and all the other ways that you can lean in and learn and grow with us here on Suncast. I'd like to thank our sponsors who continually help make this free and available to you each and every week, twice a week. You can learn how they are building a better, cleaner, brighter future. And you can also look at ways that you could partner with us to reach thousands of solar warriors and clean tech champions twice a week, just like they do at mysuncast.com forward slash sponsor. Remember, you are what you listen to. Thanks again for showing up, solar warrior. It's half the battle.